0: Thank you for joining us and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. I am your host, Bree Carroll, and I am so excited for you to join us for today's Heart to heart. So, if you have not been here before, have not listened, and this is your first time, welcome. We are all about strengthening military marriages, which is why I'm extra excited about this interview today. I will be chatting with Mario and Janelle. They are both engineers in the space industry. Shout out to all my engineers out there. They have been married for 11 years and have two beautiful children. So, Janelle is actually a lieutenant colonel in the United States Air Force. And she has served for 19 years and has been in command twice. Mario is an engineer, engineering manager, excuse me, for a major defense contractor, both of them in the STEM industry. I love that science, technology, engineering, and math for those who are unaware of what STEM is. And they are advocates for pursuing those career paths, they also serve as marriage facilitators at their local church. So I am super excited to hear the advice and insight that this power couple brings to us as they can share how they navigate, one, having the the serving spouse be a woman in the Air Force, and as they are both dual income families, both in the STEM field. So without further ado, let's chat with Mario and Janelle. So Mario and Janelle, thank you so much for joining us on Hearts and Strikes podcast. I'm excited to chat with you. Um, say hello to everyone and share a little bit about your marriage story.
1: Hello. hello. <laughs> um, so my name is Mario and this is Janelle. Uh, we have been married now for 11 years yes Uh, congrats my beautiful my beautiful wife is active duty uh air force and and i am a government contractor um
0: that is awesome
1: uh engineers we have two little ones i
2: guess they're not too too little (laughs) (laughs) elementary school
0: (laughs) oh nice yeah Uh, that is awesome what in what engineering um, discipline are the two of you? Or did you start out with? Because I know some engineers oftentimes we end up in this general engineering box as well. So what discipline did you start with? Mechanical and electrical. Oh, awesome. Okay, mechanical and electrical. I'm actually a civil. So I love y'all, love but I do. We do soils. <laughs> we we don't <laughs> we don't mess with all those circuits and other thermo and stuff that we try to stay away from. But I'm excited to chat with you guys, both being engineers and then navigating that active duty lifestyle with um, being a dual income family, which is not always typical for um, our community, to be honest. And also, let me just call out the elephant in the room, if you will you are a male spouse and that's awesome. And I'm so thankful for you to be on here and share kind of a little bit of your perspective, which may be different than other spouses in um, Air Force or just armed forces in general. So your marriage story, I guess, let's get to jump into kind of where did you guys meet? um, And then maybe what is one of the more challenging parts of your marriage?
1: So we met in I want to say 2006 at a holiday a work holiday party.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So um she was a wonderful captain at that time and and I was uh was a young uh young engineer that was uh, just uh, looking to have fun that evening and uh <laughs> And ran into this beautiful woman. And I actually knew on that day that she was going to be my wife.
0: Oh, that's all awesome. see the smile no. got him. That's what happened. Yes. The smile um, got him.
1: However, she didn't know that.
0: Oh, not she didn't enough. know that. Yeah. at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she said that's not the, the vibe yeah. she got that evening.
1: So there were a, a number of, of uh, false starts. Yeah. Um, okay. We actually dated for a little while and it didn't work. And then we, uh, uh, I, I like to say that God birthed, was birthing something within me, in mm-hmm. order to prepare me to uh, to be her husband. That's good. Uh, and we uh, we uh, saw each other about yeah, nine, nine months, um, months later. exactly nine mm-hmm. months later, and uh, I asked her on a date, and she uh, she <laughs> I told him my number hadn't changed. changed. <laughs> oh
0: well, see, that sounds like a yes to me. I, I'm saying that sounds like a yes.
1: And uh, and actually, and from that point forward, we have been basically inseparable. So,
0: that is awesome.
1: Yeah, it, uh, definitely worked out things.
0: Yeah, and I love how you said that. You knew that that was going to be your wife. She did not get that same download, <laughs> but it was a process of you growing in and of yourself to be prepared to take a relationship to the next level. And I really love that you shared that part because I always like to say, as an engineer, I say marriage math is just different. You need one plus one equals one. You have to show up whole in your relationship so that collectively you can come together and have a strong and healthy marriage. And I think that kind of talks to some of your message when you are encouraging people to be a team and be together On things um, you still have to be right within yourself right build yourself grow and develop whether that be intellectually or through hobbies and and your own individual feats but coming together as a team has just been hugely valuable I've seen in my relationship and and I'm sure you can attest in yours
2: definitely and I applaud him because definitely marrying into the military life like that's a whole nother level
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes
2: that's a whole nother level to marry into the military life moving all around not sure you know where you're going to be employed where you're going to be and for him to commit to us and commit to our marriage um i'm so thankful so, so thankful <laughs> that he decided that, yeah, okay, we, this is us. This is our life. We're going to do this.
0: Yeah. And so, you said you weren't ready. What does that mean, Mario? What does it mean when you said you just weren't you weren't ready? You didn't I, know.
1: We had, when we went through marriage counseling, it was yeah. brought up to me like, hey, she's in the military. You're going to get moved to different, to various locations. And there are some, sometimes where you might be underemployed. And I was like underemployed. I'm I'm young. I'm black. I got I got I have uh, two degrees. I, I was like I got this on lock. Mm-hmm. And then there was a humbling experience.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So I definitely was humbled,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, and of course going into every single move. And thankfully, I I was able. I've built a great network over the course mm-hmm. of the years, um, yeah. work network, pro- um, professional and non-professional network to yeah. sort of, uh, uh, help us out and look around for, for opportunities come, then they can come and track yes. down yes. as opposed to me having to track them down. Exactly. Um, but there, there were still some hiccups in the road that were caused mm-hmm. by other extenuating circumstances right. uh, that were happening with, government budgets and sequestration and- yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, you remember that one too. Yes, <laughs> sequestration, that was a whole, <laughs> that was a whole lot of overcoming there for everyone. <laughs> yes.
2: So true, but um, yeah, persevered through and thankful.
0: <laughs> I, I love that. So tell us about more of your challenging parts. You said there was a humbling experience and underemployment, what did that look like? As you mentioned previously, being at a really challenging assignment, kind of paint that picture for us of all the things that were going on.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. So it was our second assignment after getting married. And like Mario mentioned in our premarital counseling, um, our counselor had talked about being underemployed. And sure enough, in this assignment, he was underemployed. And so um, the Air Force had sent me to get my master's degree, and then I had a follow-on. And so, like, I'm leaving the house every day, going to work. And, I mean, he was working, but it wasn't what he was accustomed right. to.
0: Right, right.
2: And so that's where the underemployment came in and the humbling experience. But he persevered. I give him credit because he would get up every day. He did what he had to do. Um, he made sure that his family was taken care of. At that time, we had one child. He made sure that we were all taken care of. Um and then he would go to his Panera office. <laughs> and so he would work out of Panera and do what he had to do there. But again, just really taking care of our family. Yeah. In the course of all of that, like I said, I was at, I was getting my master's degree and then we found out we were pregnant. Um, I was pregnant with our second child. And so, um, you know, we're going through pregnancy and doing, you know, what pregnant women do. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> go to your appointments and whatnot. And so, um. At this particular appointment, uh, roughly 20 weeks into uh, the pregnancy, um, we found out that our child had a heart defect, wow. a genital heart defect. And so that was, that was a moment where it was like, okay, okay.
0: Right. Like what else? Right. <laughs>
2: okay. We, we, okay. We're going to work through this. We're going to be good. We can do this.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can do this.
2: So um, really coming together talking, you know, what's the plan? And I'm so thankful our doctor, um, Children's Hospital, our doctor was so wonderful because he was like, you and I, we are gonna be together for a while. And I'm gonna tell you what you need to know when you need to know it. I I don't wanna scare you. I don't wanna put too much on you too early. And so it really (laughs) helped between the two of us that um, uh, there's actually a movie about our son's condition that he he told us to go watch the movie Mm. um it's called something gifted hands no something the lord made something the lord made something the lord Mm. made and so he was like go watch the movie so you understand what's happening and so wow okay so so we watched it um we came back with our questions but i mean truly when he said that he was gonna be with us every step of the way he was with us so
1: and he knew that um, both of us were engineers. And so and he, we yeah. appreciated flow <laughs> we appreciate diagrams.
0: <laughs> oh, we, yes. Give me the, the data, right?
2: right. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> get some schematics. Yeah, he <laughs> threw it out. He was like, this is what's happening. And so this <laughs> and this and that. Like, he threw, we still have that picture, as a yes. matter of fact. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. He was,
2: good. he was so, so good. So, um, you know, we go through the pregnancy and now it's time to deliver. And I ended up... Um, again, just how things work. And, and um, I know you're sure it's not necessarily a religious show, but um, we are faith based Christians. And so like, we're very thankful because I was induced. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse had the heart defect, the team, the doctors wanted to make sure that there was a team around us at birth. Well, I ended up actually having an emergency C-section.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So,
2: again, just thankful that the team was there. We were in the hospital, we were in place. Um, so that they could receive him right and so kind of came in a way that we didn't expect with the emergency c-section but yeah did, they were there and and dad this is where even being underemployed he was able to be there at the hospital every day again taking care of all of us right being at all the appointments being yeah at home, right during a time when it was real stressful we're trying to be there and make sure our one child is okay and this is also where we started really building community because i was in a cohort and even being in the hospital after having the C-section, members of the cohort brought us food.
0: Wow, yeah. One of the
2: members watched our, watched our first child for like three days.
0: <laughs> yes, that is awesome.
2: And then uh, members of our church family, they were there at the hospital. Like they met, they were there, like round the clock. Like mm-hmm. they were playing with us. So all of that really just encouraged us. And so then, um, fast forward a little bit. We're now out of the hospital. Again, I'm I'm in my, my master's program, so I can't take really off like I want to. Yeah. And so we were really praying, like, who's gonna help us watch this child at that time? Mario had been employed. He he gained the employment that he rightfully deserved. I say rightfully mm-hmm. deserved, but it's a hundred and fifty mile round round trip, trip commute. Round trip. Oh, so per day, <laughs> right? So wow. So like an hour and a half away. So he's doing that commute. And so we were like, who's gonna help us with this child? And I told you he had been at the Panera office and there was a woman there that, you know, like you can go there often enough that you you know the workers, you know who comes in and out, that kind of right. thing. Right. And he had been mentioning um I didn't mention it at all. The, I thought you had mentioned it to the mm-hmm. ladies. Oh, well she he was wow. been praying about it. Mm-hmm. She was praying about childcare. She had been praying about watching a child.
1: And um, they they started talking, and my ears perked up, and I was like, yeah. "Excuse me, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Then, right. Like,
0: right? It sounds <laughs> like it
1: sounds like." And so yeah. I, I expressed what, what yes. I we were just praying about, and then set up a meeting with my, my wife and her, and they hit it off instantly, and uh, she was able to she took care of of Jaden from
2: yeah from, from that point okay. on and he I mean he's done well and she's still part of our family
0: and that um, is amazing and and then, i love it
2: and then where he ended up being employed um so fast forward so my son having the heart defect that he has um he had to have open heart surgery and so where they sent us to the hospital ended up being around the corner where mario ended up working so he could wow. work, he could come over to the hospital, go back and forth, like we could we could set up a routine, right? And we had family, don't get don't get us wrong, like our family but our family had to travel in, right? So they, they couldn't right. be there every day. So our community, again, our church family, cohort family became our family, like they became community and we're still really, really close with them today. So that assignment truly made us a team. Like we had to depend on each other. We had to depend on God. We had to depend on our communication, right? Just like spreading yes. concerns, things that we weren't, you know, we were uneasy about, but really building that foundation for us. And I have to say every element of our premarital counseling came into play.
0: there you go right so let's foot stop premarital counseling for anyone to navigate these challenging times no I love that and I just want to break down some of the elements of your story because I love this is one of the reasons why I love this podcast I always tend to attract um believers people of faith who has seen just favor walk through each step of their relationship. And the reason why I love your story is because although you were underemployed, it gave opportunity for you to be present. And then I loved how your story also talks about that community around you that was able to support you. I know in this military life, we often have, we have our family, but those that are around us, those who are, that we serve with, that we work with, um, those churches, those local churches that um, end up becoming a part of our family, those are so valuable. And I love that even as your marriage grew stronger within it, within this circumstance, it took other people speaking life into it, supporting it for it also to continue to grow. And, and I just want to remind any of the listeners, that's why you should be aware and be intentional about the people that you have around you and around your marriage. There are some people who want to see you win. They just want to see you do well. They want to see your family blessed. And those are the people that you should have around your relationship. So I am excited to hear, um, that was an amazing story. I wasn't expecting all of those twists and turns, but it worked out well. So tell us a little bit about where you are now kind of in your career, um, both of your careers um, still in the engineering career field. Um, how has your marriage continued to grow and develop as you navigate um, your individual careers?
2: Right. So I'm um, still active duty, lieutenant colonel. Um, now you know the two the two kids, and we're we're going strong. And just navigating, like you said, that communication that we built out of that assignment it goes with us everywhere we go, right? So just being able to talk about, hey, I have this going on. How do our schedules not balance? What do the kids need? And then how do we balance all of that? And balance is probably more like a pendulum.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm glad you said it that way because people are like, oh, everything has to be equal. Like, no, that's that's normally not how it works when it comes to (laughs) relationship balance
2: exactly it's definitely a pendulum um but at the heart of our marriage is we want to make sure that we're intentional about keeping our communication open keeping us together and making sure the kids have what they need and that that's played out in various ways there i mean i've commanded twice and so sometimes that's more like i'm on the blackberry right or on the iphone so I may drop off kids. He may need to pick them up. I may be on my phone in the parking lot. Um, he may have to take an early meeting so I can work late. Like just trying to yes. make, work out those mm-hmm. and ebbs and flows and make sure the kids have what they need. And then um, we've continued in our growth at church and so forth. So, so all of that's been real center, center for us. And then we both have a passion for STEM. And seeing um, minorities and women really, really involved in STEM, and so I know you have um, your group at work that you're a member of, and then um, I do a lot of work in the STEM arena. So again, so like we have things that we're passionate about, um, and then our church has a marriage ministry that we're a part of. So it's just like I just had to say a lot of the things that we learned out of that assignment have just been really, really reinforced in our yeah.
0: Yeah. And what I loved about that, even that you mentioned is, um, it it talks to one of the things that I try to advocate for here on this platform. And it's simply that when your marriage is strong or after you've kind of gone through these things, you have the lesson learned, like your marriage blesses other people and the people around you. So like you, in my eyes, from my definition, I would say that is a power couple. You have two minorities in a STEM field that are now giving back to the next generation. That is a way that your marriage blesses other people in the church, you have a story, you can share the things that you went through, how you were able to communicate that blesses people in that community who may be going through that tough time and not sure how to utilize all the things for marriage counseling in that moment. So I I love that your story and even your example, let's take it a higher level, your example also can impact the communities that you are allowed to be around as you continue to move, uh, since you did mention that you are active duty. So um, I think it's a value for strong marriages to be planted in these different communities because each community gets blessed a little bit every time we stop and and we move through them, so. Any last advice that you two may have for any of our military couples that are listening?
1: Be intentional wherever you go.
0: Um, yes,
1: that that's something that in, in our first assignment we we knew that we we're not going to be there for very long. So mm-hmm. we're 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 not going to really um, step out there and get involved in as many any activities and and groups as as we normally would have. Yeah, right. um, and then on that on starting on that second assignment we we were like nope from the jump we're gonna this is what we're gonna do so once we uh you know we got in during during the children's church and and uh just coordinating with with other people that were in the community and with her with her cohort and and it actually and then of course on subsequent assignments we once again like we're gonna just go we don't know how long we're gonna be here but we're going to learn as much as we can and, and give as much as we can, whether that's with our time or, or resources. Mm -hmm.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. You said one of my buzzwords, which is being intentional. And I, and I really think it makes a difference Um, just because I'm sure you've seen it. Other couples, other people that serve, they just kind of, feel like they just go wherever the wind blows them. They're not intentional about um, how they carry themselves in their squadron. They're not intentional about connecting with the community. They're not intentional about their giving and serving. And that's a whole nother topic for another show. But I really do appreciate you sharing that from your perspective, because I, I completely agree that intentionality really makes the difference in your family's experience as you go through this military lifestyle. And it really impacts your marriage in just a different way. Very true. So before I let you guys go. Um, we're going to round things off, of course, with our heart tracks. For anyone who wants to listen to the full list, the playlist of our heart tracks, you can find them at Spotify at heart tracks Two. just search heart tracks too. So what is the heart track for this episode? And then you have to tell us why.
1: Oh, that's you. <laughs> uh, so it is Usher something special. Uh, All right. I don't know. Do I need to sing it? No.
0: (laughs) Sing it if you want to. But just share why. Why did you pick that one?
1: So in the chorus, I think I found something special. Girl, you and me. Together we'll take over the world. You know I love you. I need you so, so happy. I just want to let everybody know. (laughs) And that that was true uh, 11 years, 12 years ago. (laughs) And it's uh, true today.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. I was about to turn my camera off and just leave and let y'all end on that note, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. That is our heart track. Shout out to Usher. Uh, thank you so much for being on hearts and Stripes podcast. I am so excited for people to hear your story, to be encouraged by it and anyone who is interested in a STEM career field. I know there are some spouses out there who are interested. Um, I will drop a link to some resources, especially some resources if you are a minority looking into the STEM career field, ways that you can connect, get connected, whether it be through a civil engineering squadron or through um, some contract opportunities, I will drop a link to some resources to help you get connected, especially if you are someone who has a degree and maybe in an underemployment situation. We would love to point you in the right direction for that. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.